17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. So joining us now on the Winning Drive podcast, we have Lindsay Patterson from It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Thank you so much for joining me, Lindsay. Cordell couldn't be with us here, so it's just me and you, the girls. Having a little girl time talking some Ravens and Bengals. I think sometimes that's necessary because girls absolutely know football too. So let's talk about this game on Thursday. Cincinnati coming in, lose to the Houston Texans. I know that was uh, a loss that, you know, it's funny because when you watch social media, uh, and you know, Ravens and Bengals fans are going back and forth since last week, and we're just completely forgetting about each other's games on Sunday. Lo and behold, the Ravens lose to the Browns. The Bengals lose to the Texans. Everybody's worried about Thursday night football just completely going over to the Thursday game. I don't think that that's necessarily impactful for what happened in either one of these games. But when you see the chatter, do you feel like that that wasn't the Houston Texans was an oversight by any chance? You know what? When you look at what C.J. Stroud has been able to do so far this season, I know a lot of people, not only Rookie of the Year, but an MVP candidate right now. He's playing like a top five, top ten quarterback. It's been really fun to watch with this offense and even on their defensive side of the ball. They had a lot of injuries coming into that game. They were a tough matchup coming into Cincinnati. They've only lost at Paycor Stadium twice in the last two years. Uh, they took advantage of it. He he went off on this defense. The things that the Cincinnati Bengals struggled with was in the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. I think a lot of people looked at this game and they said, hey, that could be a trap game. Short week, you're playing the Baltimore Ravens. You lost to the Baltimore Ravens already this season. You need to win an AFC North game. So I think it's easy to look at that one as a trap game. But, man, it's it's tough in the AFC right now. Um, it really feels like anybody's game, and there are a lot of teams trying to get a playoff spot right now. So I think you could I think you can point at it a little bit as, as a trap trap game for them. And it's particularly hard in the AFC North because, as we know, it's the best division in football by a mile. So here we are, short week, Ravens playing the Bengals as they host Cincinnati for Thursday night football. One of the things that I think is something that the Ravens should be worried about um, is their run defense and how they've been vulnerable um, the past few weeks when it comes to running backs, whether it be guys that they know um, that can run like Ford and Cleveland or guys that they'd never even heard of uh, in Arizona. So obviously Joe Mixon is one of the better running backs in the National Football League. How do you feel like they'll utilize this, particularly since they're down one wide receiver with T. Higgins being out potentially? That's the million dollar question. I think a lot of Bengals fans would want to see more out of the running game. Um, you know, outside of Cincinnati, everyone sees how talented Joe Mixon can be. He only had 11 carries against the Texans. They really didn't utilize the run game. They like to pass the ball. I know they're going to be without T. Higgins, but they have their guy in Jamar Chase. You get Trent Irwin. They've had a couple tight ends step up for them. Obviously, Jim, Joe Mixon can be kind of a running back receiver, uh, but that's what they're going to want to do. And that's what you're going to need to do to keep this Baltimore Ravens offense on the sideline. Uh, I'll, I'll be inter- interested to see if they run the ball but honestly when you think they should run the ball when they play the Cleveland Browns they never run the ball they throw it up even when Joe Burrow wasn't really 100% healthy in week one I'm not expecting them to utilize the run game to be completely honest with you Mm, that's that's interesting particularly since I'm telling you that the run defense has been a little vulnerable the last couple of weeks so that that part will be something that we'll watch for um in terms of the wide receivers as I mentioned T Higgins is doubtful to play 
uh, in Thursday's game. And in the past, Tyler Boyd has been what we like to call the Ravens killer. We did not forget 2017. You know, we remember that game. We also remember, you know, him being just an integral part of this offense when the defense wants to focus on guys like Jamar Chase, like guys like T. Higgins. So now that Higgins is out, from a passing perspective, what do you expect the Bengals to do against this Ravens secondary? Yeah, I think they got to utilize their number one guy. Um, obviously, if you were the Ravens secondary, your focus is going to be on Jamar Chase. That's Joe Burrow's guy. He always has been. He's the number one receiver on this team. I do think, you know, when T. Higgins is healthy, they have two number one receivers. But with T. Higgins more than likely out with the hamstring on a short week, I'm expecting this game to be one where you just feed Jamar Chase. Uh, Tyler Boyd obviously coming off a huge drop in the end zone for the touchdown, but he's always come up big for the Cincinnati Bengals offense, a third down guy. He's the reason they were put in that position towards the end of the game to begin with. But for me personally, I think, you know, Jamar Chase, he wasn't listed on any injury report this week, which is huge for him dealing with the back injury going into Sunday's game. I think they're still going to try and feed their number one guy. And that's going to be. Yep. As they should, you know, because he is one of the best players, if not the best player on that team currently. Let's flip it to the defensive side of the ball. You got guys that we don't know as of yet the status of Sam Hubbard, but I don't believe he practices. Is that correct? Okay, hasn't practiced yet. And then you have Hendrickson that I believe hyper extended his knee. Uh, in Sunday's game and is listed as day-to-day, but you have to wonder if that situation is going to unfold in terms of him playing versus an offense who essentially is going to be, if I had to guess, without um, their left tackle uh, with Ronnie Stanley and potentially their right tackle with Morgan Moses. So how do you foresee the Bengals' defense attacking essentially their weaknesses if their two starting tackles are out in this game? Well, I'll tell you right now, I think that's one of the biggest weaknesses for the Cincinnati Bengals is their defensive line. I know a lot of people want to point at the safety position when you don't have Jesse Bates back out there. You don't have Von Bell. And look, there are holes out there. But overall, the defensive line was brutal on Sunday. And Trey Hendrickson did play in that game. Um, but they still struggle with Sam Hubbard out. I felt like he was really underrated in that game because he could stop the run and put the pressure on him. But there was no pressure. Uh, CJ had himself a day. And um, you're going to have to see more out of Joseph Asai, Cam Sample, if they are going to be on a snap count for Trey Hendrickson. I will say this for Trey Hendrickson. The guy is crazy. He played last year with a broken wrist and he was at practice tonight. Um, We'll see if he's full go or if he was limited, but I just don't count him out. He is absolutely insane. Uh, But their D line still needs to see pressure. And it it was really disappointing in that matchup against the Houston Texans. So I would say that's a weakness for the Cincinnati Bengals, even though they would possibly be going up against backup tackles. One of the things that I've been curious about and I had concerns with coming into the season was your secondary, particularly Bell and Bates that you just mentioned, because they've moved on and gone to other teams. What's your thoughts uh, currently about your secondary? I know that there's some youth back there. There's a rookie. There was Well, I believe he's a second player now, but there is some youth back there um, that you have. How have they held up thus far? You know, outside of the safety position, and I'll give Dax Hill credit, um, you know, it's it's really his first year in the safety position because his rookie year was sidelined because when you have Jesse Bates and Von Bell, you're not going to put him out there. You had the talent on the field. But overall, outside of the safety position, I've seen people like Mike Hilton really step up and have a turnaround season so far this year. You look at Cam Taylor Britt, a lot of people want to say, this guy could have an all-pro season just with the way he started to play. Um, Cheeto, unfortunately, he's kind of still dealing with ACL injury from last year in October. Um, he hasn't been full go. And then rookie D. DJ Turner has kind of stepped up. He's getting burned a couple times on a couple touchdowns to Pond Diggs recently in that Sunday night football game. But overall, it's youth and speed, uh, but still still growing on, on the defensive side in the secondary. 
So, all right, it's time. Okay. How do we see this going on Thursday? First of you all, know, do we think that this is going to be a better Thursday night football game than the last one? <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> there's so much expectations going into this game that it's just going to be an absolutely amazing matchup. I sure hope so. And we have watched plenty of the Baltimore Ravens. It felt like the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens were playing each other about six times a year. When you look at last year, you get the two divisional games and you have the playoff game back to back. And then they see each other in week two. Um, it's been a close game for a while. And honestly, Baltimore, it feels like they've kind of had Cincinnati's number, to be completely honest. Is this this Cincinnati defense has to find a way to put pressure on Lamar Jackson. Um, I felt like he's had a really incredible season, and, and I've said it before with, with his connection with the new offensive coordinator. His wide receivers are really stepping up for him. It's been a really fun offense to watch when you look at the Baltimore Ravens. That makes it really tough for the Cincinnati defense who really can't stop the run and, and get that pressure. Um, so that's going to be huge, but I'm, I'm, I'm a Cincinnati person. I'm, I'm, I know I'm coming on the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens podcast, but I think it's going to be a close game, 23-20. I'm not mad at you for that, of course, because, you know, sometimes we, we, we got to be a little bit optimistic. I won't call it biased. I'll say optimistic. I tend to not wear purple glasses. So if I feel that the Ravens are going to lose, I will tell you that I think that the Ravens are going to lose the game. Um, and in this case, um, I definitely think that if there was help, more health from the Bengals, if they had a T Higgins, if they had a Sam Hubbard and, and Trey Hendrickson, I think I'd be more inclined to pick the Bengals um, because the Ravens obviously already won the first matchup. I'm, I tend to believe that, you know, teams that are good tend to split. So then that would have meant that the Bengals would have won the second matchup. Um, but I am concerned about who is going to stop the run, which has essentially uh, been a struggle for the Bengals. Um, this season without, you know, Hubbard, which is one of their best defensive players. And we still don't know what Hendrickson, although based on what you've told me, he's probably going to play on Thursday anyway. Um, but ultimately, uh, T Higgins to me is the X factor because again, you know, Tyler Boyd has done so well against the Ravens when T Higgins and Jamar Chase are on the field. And it, to me, that's one less person that they have to worry about. So I also think this is still going to be a close game. Um, because it always is. It's never a blowout. I don't care who plays, who doesn't play, whatever. You know, Joe Burrow had one leg almost in that first game, and they only lost by three points. So I see this again. I think that this is going to be a good football game. I think it's a low-scoring football game, but I'd also say 24-21 um, Ravens. So I think it's going to be, which means that they don't cover, because I think that the, I think that the line is three and a half. So it I mean, is. If you're in the betting business. <laughs> you're in the betting if, if, business. If you're in the betting business, I would I would take Mark Andrews um over on his receiving yards. To be completely honest, just the way he always eats with this team, uh, I would do that. And I just it's gonna it should be a fun matchup. I think it's gonna be a defensive matchup, even though the Bengals defense um is dealing with some injuries right now. But no, I'm excited about it. it should be a really good matchup. And obviously, uh, the AFC North is just absolutely wild this year. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. And tell everyone how they can find you. Yeah, I'm over there on uh, the social media world. I tweet way too much. Um, at Ellen Diaz Patterson, we have the podcast. It's always game day in Cincinnati. And uh, yeah, just, just tweeting away about the Bengals. Thank you so much for joining me. And of course, from Cordell, who is not here, to me, this is Winning Drive.